State lawmakers are taking up tribal compacts vetoed by Governor Stitt. I'm Michael Cross with the KOSU Daily on this Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. I'll have that. Plus, earthquakes in El Reno force regulation against fracking wells. And Oklahoma is getting a bigger say in the centennial celebration of Route 66. All that ahead on the KOSU Daily. Many of our listeners have named KOSU in their will or other estate plan. You can too. By making a gift through your will, you ensure that others in your community will benefit from the trusted and valued programming we provide. Learn more about naming KOSU in your will by going to plangiving.kosu.org. We'd be honored to share in your legacy. The fate of two compacts between Oklahoma and several tribal nations is going in front of the legislature next week. KOSU's Caitlin Mills reports. State senators are scheduled to come back to the Capitol next Monday to reconsider two veto override votes that failed last month. If approved, the measures would extend tribal compacts, one related to tobacco taxes and another for motor vehicle licensing and registration. Governor Kevin Stitt vetoed the compact extension bills in May, saying lawmakers were taking away his negotiating power. In late June, the Oklahoma Senate failed to override one of the compact vetoes and didn't take a vote on the other. Tribal leaders have asked lawmakers to extend the compacts. Stitt has urged lawmakers to let his vetoes stand, arguing they need to be renegotiated by him. The compacts help generate millions of dollars for the state, which goes toward cancer research, mental health programs, and more. In Oklahoma City, I'm Kately Mills. Oklahomans seeking abortion care will likely have to travel hundreds of miles for an appointment. KOSU's Peggy Dodd has more. Oklahoma's last abortion provider, the Tulsa Women's Clinic, performed its final procedure in May 2022. The clinic relocated to Carbondale, Illinois, 571 miles and over eight hours away from Oklahoma City. That relocation is just one example of the miles Oklahomans can expect to travel. The closest clinics are in Kansas, ranging from 153 to nearly 300 miles away from Oklahoma's capital city. From there, the next closest are in Colorado and Illinois, both over 400 miles away. NPR reported last month that nearly 14% of the U.S. is over 200 miles from an abortion provider. Many are making the journey, with Kansas seeing over 2,000 Oklahomans for abortions last year. In Oklahoma City, I'm Peggy Dodd. Energy regulators are taking action after El Reno experienced several low-magnitude earthquakes earlier this month caused by fracking at oil and gas sites. State Impact's environment and science reporter Brittany Cordera has more. Some residents of El Reno woke up in the middle of the night to 2.1, 1.3, and 1.5 magnitude earthquakes shaking their homes. The Oklahoma Corporation Commission told KFOR it was first alerted to these earthquakes at well sites near the El Reno airport on Friday, July 7. The earthquakes were eventually traced to Houston-based gas company Paloma. OCC ordered the company to stagger well completion stages and to use less fluid volume and pressure in each stage. OCC's recommendations are meant to decrease the number of felt earthquakes, but not all seismic activity. For State Impact, I'm Brittany Cordera. Oklahoma is executing its second death row inmate of the year later this week. Jermaine Cannon is scheduled to be put to death Thursday for the 1995 murder of Sharonda White Clark at her home in Tulsa. Last month, the state pardon parole board denied clemency for the 51-year-old by a 3-2 vote. 
Cannon is scheduled to be the ninth person to be executed by Oklahoma since the state resumed the practice in 2021, with two other men slated for death later this year. The executive director of Oklahoma's political campaign watchdog agency is stepping down. KOSU's Caitlin Mills reports. Director Ashley Kemp has been in her position for seven years. She writes in a letter she is resigning from the Oklahoma Ethics Commission due to a lack of funding for the agency. She says she'll leave the agency by the end of the year. The commission enforces the ethical rules for elected state officials, officers, and employees. It also oversees state campaigns and lobbyist spending. Their investigations can lead to lawsuits or even criminal cases against candidates who misuse campaign funds. In January, Kemp told the Oklahoma newspaper there is enough evidence to prosecute multiple violations of state campaign finance laws, but that lawmakers have not provided the money to go through with prosecutions. This fiscal year, the agency was appropriated nearly $688,000. The state agency's appointed commissioners will choose her successor. In Oklahoma City, I'm Caitlin Mills. Northeastern Oklahoma is starting to see some benefits from recent rains. KOSU's Grayson Wheeler reports Bartlesville's main water supply is bouncing back from the drought. Bartlesville draws its water from three lakes, Hudson, Hula, and Copan. The latter is still at low capacity, but Hula Lake rose four feet over the weekend, and Hudson is more than a foot over its normal levels. That's largely due to recent rains in northeastern Oklahoma. It's a different story than in April, when the city's overall water supply dipped to 57 percent. That triggered outdoor watering restrictions and a rate increase for households with heavy water use. When summer arrived, Bartlesville's pools stayed closed. Now, with the water supply over 70 percent, the city is lifting those outdoor watering restrictions and the utility rate increases. Bartlesville says it still won't open its pools due to late-season staffing challenges, but splash pads started opening Monday. Despite the improvements, the city says it still, quote, strongly encourages conservation. In Oklahoma City, I'm Grayson Wheeler. A third Oklahoman is getting named to the Route 66 Centennial Commission. The Oklahoma Public Media Exchange's Hannah France has more. Oklahoma Historical Society Executive Director Trait Thompson was appointed to the Route 66 Centennial Commission by President Joe Biden late last week. The commission was established by Congress to study and recommend ways to celebrate the 100th anniversary of Route 66 in 2026. When it was established in 1926, Route 66 spanned eight states and was 2,400 miles long. More than 400 of those miles are still drivable in Oklahoma. Oklahoma Secretary of Transportation Tim Gatz and Tulsa-based Route 66 historian Michael Wallace were appointed to the commission last year. I'm Hannah France. And finally, from the KOSU events calendar, Dear Clan Books in Bethany hosts its three-year anniversary party on Friday, July 28th from 6 to 8 p.m. Attendees can hang out with local Oklahoma authors, get books signed, stock up on gifts, and support the local independent bookstore. You can find the KOSU Daily wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. You can keep up to date on all the latest news throughout the day at KOSU.org. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KOSU Radio. This is the KOSU Daily, Oklahoma News, every weekday.